This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for business women to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Joe James from Amber Life. Joe, thank you so much for writing a chapter for Shine On You Crazy Daisy volume four and for doing this podcast. Please tell us about your business. Um, I, I love empowering business owners to take action on their goals and to help them significantly increase their sales. Um, so I do that through like uh, sales training. Um, help them to raise their profile and also combining mindset strategies mm-hmm. for success as well. Stop <gasps> being getting overwhelmed and you know get out of their own way so that they can keep taking action on their goals. We are going to have a great conversation. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> what I loved in your chapter is that you talked about the difference between excellence and perfection. But how did you find that out? Well, I think. Excellence is something, it's our expertise, isn't it? It's our, it's our background, it's our experience, it's everything that we've got to offer to give our clients. Um, we, we, being an entrepreneur, we think that we're going to do things anyway a little bit better, don't we, than uh, the, the companies that we left or things like that. So that, that's why we set up by ourselves. So we want to deliver excellence. We want to do the best that we possibly can, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, um, to so that our clients get the best from us as well and we get the results that they want so with good customer service I think that's like is delivering excellence but perfection oh no that's what happens I think when we get like perfectionitis really as I call it um that's when we can stop ourselves from doing things and I think that's what we've got to be very careful of um our internal dialogue and we changes it's that horrible tape that's like well I'm not good enough or is this enough it's normally that question Mm. that pops up which then stops us from doing things so I think if you can aim for excellence you'll do a really really good job but if you aim aim to being perfect then it's so subjective anyway isn't it what is perfection um and I otherwise it sort of stops us taking action and I remember sort of trying to write courses web pages things like that if I was always stuck in that is that good enough is that good enough and for days and days and days Mm -hmm. then I would never press the send button yeah you know I would never press that publish button on that blog or send that newsletter Mm -hmm. and so therefore it like really really stops you from doing things and making progress so just aim for excellence it's good enough (laughs) that is such an important thing to put out for people to listen to and to hear is that feeling of it doesn't have to be perfect. Your level of excellence, how you view excellence is your top banana. So go for that rather than feeling like you're being stuck behind perfectionism and and thinking that it's never going to be good enough and not, as you said, pressing that publish button. You you can't grow yourself if you're going to stay stuck behind that. 
Exactly, because when you take action, you learn so much anyway, don't you? So that's when you get feedback. If you put out like a blog, you get feedback about that blog, whether people actually like it or whether it's, was it contentious or, you know, what does someone get value from? What's, what's the essence of it? And you don't learn any of that really until you actually put your work out there. Brilliant. Yeah. So, um, a very strange question for you as a, a part of your business about the selling and sales coach. Yeah. Why are sales vital to your success? Sales are vital to your success so that you actually have a business, um, a good business. You can make a profitable business from it so that you can stay in business and keep growing your business. Um, so if you don't have sort of sales activity or have sales, you've probably got what they call like an expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard that term before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to have like good sales activity consistently into your business and do that business development. Take that time to, to develop your business and develop your, your contacts and your network um, so that you do the sales activity, yeah. make money, and then you can invest back into your business, can't you? Take dividends, you know, um, have extra training, all those sort of things. So that's why it's um, to be able to grow a business, you need sales. And one of the reasons that I ask that is because people, especially when they've got smaller businesses and they get stuck behind that perfectionism or they get stuck behind something else, if you're not actively making sales, then you are not actively growing your business. You're not, if you're not able to put yourself out there and be visible so that you can sell, you're taking away a part of that vitality for what you want to bring to your success. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, because this is why you've gone into business in the first place, isn't it? It's to do your thing and to do it really well and, yeah, and impress your clients with what you've got. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the more, yeah, do more sales. You'll, you'll work with more people. Do yeah. more sales. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? It's good. I mean, you know, we like working with new clients, don't we? It's, it's good. It's energising. I love, obviously, in your chapter, because I talk all about it all the time as well, is that you talk about networking and not doing your business alone how have you built your network oh I've been networking for years really been the last 20 odd years I think um I've attended networking groups you know every single month um breakfast lunches <laughs> dinners there's so many different ways isn't there that you can network and now because of the pandemic as well we've got online networking so that's been brilliant um, and you, you run your own networking yeah I do yeah contacts and cocktails it's called yeah so which I used to have that in uh, Piccadilly uh, for seven years there mm-hmm. um and then during the pan- pandemic I twinned uh with a couple of clients that I know uh Michael Box and Niche Cocktails that actually could deliver cocktails to my guest store and it's like yay I can continue with contacts and cocktails so we've been doing that and which is like well it's another couple of years isn't it nearly that we've mm-hmm. been doing it online as well but it's so good isn't it I love it the combination I had the champagne collective in Australia that I ran networking events and would turn up and drink champagne and network why not yeah exactly why not we start at six so we can have a cocktail then you see cocktail ah um no but it is about the fact that and you've just said actually you've been doing it for years it's that feeling when you turn up to networking and you do one networking event and you think oh networking doesn't work for me and it is the persistent and consistent showing up, which is what you've done. Yeah, well, it's all about relationships, isn't it? And then the more we get to know each other, the more we trust each other, recommend each other. And, you know, word of mouth referrals are brilliant, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so it's really, 
Topped up your sales activity. I love it. I love it. I'm going to come along to a cocktails, connecting cocktails. I would love to. Oh, please do. It's really good fun. <laughs> um, if there was one lesson that you would want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Um, thought about this and think about the sales activity. It's follow up more. Mm. Really follow up more. I think so much business is sort of like left on the table. If you like, it's another expression there. Um, maybe you, somebody has impressed somebody with that service and they've sort of like unearthed somebody's uh, problems, the issues that they're having. And yes, they've managed to uh, sort of demonstrate how they can help them. But if they don't keep following up, then they're never really going to know what the answers are. And some people don't even ask for the business either. So it's like, please, please, please follow up more. There's some scary stats about following up, actually. Have you seen them? No. Um, it's something like 50%, only 50% of people follow up once. Um, yeah, I remember I, was, I did a speaking gig like pre-COVID and there was over, over 100 people in the room. And I, so I could demonstrate it to them then really like in a room full of people. So only half of you really are going to follow up once. Mm. And only like 25% of you are going to bother to, to follow up twice. And it's something only like 12% of people bother to follow up three times. Mm. And it's usually those that people that bothered more and more will actually win the business. You yeah. stand out by following up in the first place. Mm. Um, as you've just discovered, like 50%, you know, don't even bother yeah. to do it once. So but it's well worth it. So I would, I would say that to every entrepreneur, follow up more. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, just I keep love following those. up. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite business book? Uh, well, I think Strengths Finder, actually. Mm -hmm. I remember when um, I started out in business as well, and I read this by Tom Rath. It's really brilliant. So uh, probably from my recruitment days as well, I used to run a recruitment business. So mm -hmm. thinking of people's potential, their strengths, that's what we really want to work more, more on is developing our strengths, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so knowing what your strengths are, I think when you're an entrepreneur, when you're starting out in your business, is absolutely brilliant. Um, not only of your own qualities from the work-wise, but actually, um, you know, is it like communication or is it positivity? What is it? I mean, it's a really good, it's a really good little book there. And it's a good icebreaker as well then when you're networking. <laughs> I, I haven't heard of that one, so I'm going to go and grab that. Oh, no, it's good. And then you can choose, like, you get five strengths that you're really, really good at. And then there's um, some little extras that you can, like, to help you work on those strengths and qualities as well, which I love. Brilliant. Yeah, well, yeah. we're always yeah. learning, so... We, yeah, it's yeah. always good. Joe, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being involved in the book and on the podcast. And so Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.